I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. In the classic book, Good to Great, Jim Collins has a profound quote. If you have more than three priorities, you have zero. In the book Essentialism, Greg McEwen said that the number one priority is to protect your ability to prioritize. Keep the main thing the main thing. So I'm about to share with you my screen and I'm going to read to you a little bit uh, first off, a Peter Drucker quote, and then a little bit from Jim Collins in his book, B2.0, which is all about entrepreneurship, but it's deep in alignment of what I'm talking about here. And then I'm going to break down in this video how you can actually clarify your one, two, or three priorities. And if you have more than that, you have none. And if you have more than a few focuses, what that means is, is that you're actually spinning your wheels, going in multiple different directions. You actually have no clarity. You have no conviction. You have no vision. You don't know what the most important thing is. In the end, you want to know, first off, what the vision is. What is your purpose? What is the cause with which you're about? And then what is the number one area of focus? What would be considered the leading indicator that if you focus on this one thing, it solves for everything else? In the book, The One Thing, by the way, by Gary Keller, who's a billionaire, he asks the question over and over, and it's a question that even Tim Ferriss says is his number one prioritization question to determine which priorities or projects to focus on is, what is the one thing that if focused on solves everything else I'm trying to accomplish? In constraint theory, that, that one thing would be called the bottleneck. In the 80-20 principle, that one thing would be the 20% that if solved, solves everything else. So let me go ahead and share my screen. This is very profound. This quote from Peter Drucker is humbling because it's very hard to live this principle and it's a reason why most of us are moving one step in 20 different directions rather than 20 steps resolutely and confidently in one direction. 20 steps in one direction means that you are convicted, you're conv you know, you make a decision and you're willing to filter out all of the other options. It invites a welcomeness to opportunity cost. You're fine letting go of a lot of the other opportunities because you're convicted. So let me go ahead and share my screen. This comes from B2.0, Entrepreneurship 2.0. So this is the quote from Peter Drucker. Do first things first and second things not at all. The alternative is to get nothing done. So I'm going to come back to this, but do first things first and second things not at all. The alternative is to get nothing done. That's Peter Drucker. So Jim Collins continues. Effective leaders focus their efforts, keeping the number of priorities to a minimum and remaining resolutely fixed on them. You can't do everything, nor can a company be on a path to greatness. Create a short list of key priorities and keep the list short. Some leaders have found it useful to only have one priority at any given time. They then concentrate on that single priority until they have dispensed with it. 
If you must have more than one priority, then keep it to a maximum of three. Any more than three priorities is an admission that you don't have any priorities at all. Back to this quote from Peter Drucker. Do first things first and second things not at all. The alternative is to get nothing done. There's a concept that it's obviously different to be effective than efficient. And doing something efficiently, which shouldn't be done at all, is is worse than doing nothing at all. So you have to ask yourself, what is your core purpose? What is your core priority? Robert Greene in the book Mastery would say, what is your life task? What is the thing that you are serious about, convicted about, the cause with which you want to push forth? Victor Frankl in the book Man's Search for Meaning talks about how man, what man needs is not a tensionless state, but rather the striving and struggling for a worthwhile goal, a freely chosen task, a meaning to be fulfilled. We all need a meaning to be fulfilled in our future, a purpose. Without purpose, you have no meaning. Without meaning, you have no conviction. Without conviction, you lose what would be called the battle between your present and your future self. The the future self is not only who you see yourself as in the future, but it's it's what you want to be doing with yourself in the future. It's, it's, It's the mission that drives your present. And without that, then the present self seeks distraction and it seeks to numb itself because as human beings, we are purpose-driven and goal-oriented creatures. Human beings are goal-oriented beings. Actually, every behavior we do is driven by goals. The philosophical term for this is teleology. Aristotle would kind of call it final cause, but everything we do is to achieve some goal or form of progress. Even you watching this video may be simply just to distract yourself, but it is a goal. That goal might be to distract yourself or that goal might be to learn something new. But as humans, we have agency. We have we have this innate sense of being driven by by goals. Even if, again, that goal is simply to distract yourself. We need a sense of purpose. We need a sense of mission and future. That's actually, again, one of the reasons why we're different from other species. We have a sense of future. Psychologists call this prospection. And we can imagine different future scenarios and we can set and achieve goals. We can actually set a blueprint for a house and then go build it with intention. We can also do that with a cause, with a mission, with a life. And that's really the idea of mental creation precedes physical creation. And that's what makes us conscious beings. That's what Aristotle would say. He says what makes human beings intelligent is that we can be intentional. And without being intentional, we're just being reactive and tossed to and fro then we're ultimately nothing. And so back to the Peter Drucker quote and back to the Jim Collins idea. It's extremely, extremely, extremely important to get first things first done and second things not at all, to keep the main thing the main thing and to not get caught in the thick of thin things. The thick of thin things are thin things or things you think are important, but they're not. They're things that are distractions. And if you sit down and if you clarify what is the priority, what's the number one thing that if I achieve it will solve everything else I'm trying to accomplish? Rather than having four, five, ten goals, you say, which one of these, if I really do well, if I really accomplish, if I really push it forward, which one of these few things will solve for everything else? I think of the author James Clear. I'm not actually in full alignment with what he teaches. As a psychologist, uh, There's a few things he teaches that I don't frankly agree with, but there are things that he has done that are utterly brilliant. One was is just he is very good at keeping the main thing the main thing. For several years, he focused on growing a blog, growing an email list, growing a platform because his number one goal at the time was to become a professional author. Once he grew his email list and his blog to a certain level and he did get a huge book deal for what became Atomic Habits, he then shifted his main thing 
the one thing that he believed, if accomplished, would 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 really move him forward, which was writing a dramatically amazing book. Again, I don't necessarily agree with everything in the book, but I do agree that it's a phenomenally written book and that it deserves the success it got. And he spent three years focusing on the main thing, the one thing that for him he believed, if solved at a very high level, would 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 bring everything else he's trying to accomplish. Once he published the book, his number one objective was simply to market it to an extreme degree. He did like 30 to 50 speeches for a few years right after that to spread the book. He went on lots of podcasts. He was very wise with his focus. And by focusing on the one thing, the main priority, he's been able to create a book that's now sold over 10 million copies, which, you know, to put that in comparison, the average book in the United States, and there's over a million books published a year, sells less than a thousand copies. Per year, there's only about 20 books that will ever reach 1 million, 20 books. And he's now 10x that. The main point here is that if you don't know what the number one priority is, and the only way to know the number one priority is to be very clear on the goal. The goal actually shapes the priority. And then you actually clarify what's the one area to focus on, that priority, which is also the bottleneck, you know, using constraint theory. That if you focus on the bottleneck and if you solve that, the bottleneck for James Clear was for a long time to grow his email list writing really good blogs. That was his 20% using the 80-20 principle. That was the 20% of things, the very few things, the vital few, the essentials, that if he focused on at a high degree, he would solve everything. The key point of constraint theory is that every situation, every system, every person has a core goal and the goal reflects or points directly to what is the key bottleneck that needs to be solved for that goal to be achieved. The problem with most people and most businesses is that they're not focused on the bottleneck. Instead, most of their energy, their resources and attention is focused on other areas, maybe other areas of the business or other areas of their life, other distractions, the 80% of things that don't really matter. And so they're focused. They may even be exerting an enormous amount of energy and effort, but those, those efforts are essentially wasted because they're not focused on the bottleneck. And if you would just put your attention and focus upon the bottleneck, which is the 20%, which is the one thing. Back to the Gary Keller quote, what is the one thing that if solved would basically take care of everything else that I'm trying to do? And so back to the Drucker quote, do the one thing, the leading indicator. What's the leading indicator? What's the one thing that if you actually radically advance that, it actually solves everything else? Most people don't know what that is. Most people on their goal, they can't identify the one thing that if they do it very well and solve it, the bottleneck very well, if they elevate it, if they move it forward, it actually impacts everything else. It's the leading indicator. What's the leading indicator? What's the leading thing that if you focus on and if you do it extremely well, all of your other problems are solved? If you have more than three priorities, you have zero. And then back to Greg McEwen, your main objective, your main priority is to maintain the ability to prioritize because there's so many things coming at you. There's so many different options. There's so many different potential paths that you've got to weed through all the noise and create filters. That is what your perspective is, by the way. We all have what's called selective attention. We all have the ability to filter, but you can also create systems around you that filter you from the noise that allow you to be strategically ignorant, but also allow you the space to explore because there's the whole model of exploring and exploiting, that you want to still explore new options, but you want to do that in a filtered way where it's towards increasingly higher standards and you can filter out everything else so that you're just not bogged down by all the noise and you're still clear on your convictions. Because without clarity of convictions and clarity of purpose, using Viktor Frankl as the model, 
Viktor Frankl knew that in the concentration camps, if people were not clear and committed toward a purpose, that they were they were not going to be able to survive the concentration camps back in World War II. As he often quoted Nietzsche, without a why to live for, you can't bear any how. But with a why to live for, you can bear almost any how. You can overcome almost anything with a why to live for. You can overcome almost anything. You can become almost anything by driven by, by a purpose. Being driven by a purpose elevates you. It transforms you. It leads you to developing capabilities, skills, perf- perspectives, abilities, and transforms you beyond anything you could do. But you've got to be focused on the main thing. And I've seen this over and over again in my own life and even in watching very high-level leaders and businesses who have too many competing distractions and priorities and are ultimately spinning their wheels and not getting much done. Do first things first. Be extremely good at understanding the leading indicator and the core priority, the bottleneck, the 20% that solves everything else. Focus on that and let the rest fall where it may. Let me give myself as one more example. When I was doing my PhD in organizational psychology, there were so many distractions and so many options. My core objective, frankly, was to become a professional author. The PhD was actually secondary to me. I loved the PhD. It was something I could maintain. It was kind of like the day job, like where you have a side hustle and it's like that's your 20% and you're, you're maintaining your your job to pay the bills while you're growing the, the dream. My main objective, the main thing, my 20%, was to become a professional author. That didn't stop me from pursuing my PhD. That actually took up a good chunk of my time. But I said no to a lot of aspects of the PhD. I didn't take on like various research assistant things. I, I, I maintained what would be called the minimum effective dose. I did the absolute minimum requirement to achieve my goal on the PhD. And I focused on the bottleneck for me, which was my goal, my core goal of becoming a professional author and entrepreneur during my PhD. And so I actually put that first. I prioritized that first And I said no to a ton of, I knew, wasteful options. And if you're clear on your priority, if you're clear on your goal, if your goal is stretching, if it's a 10x exciting goal, then you can quickly filter out the activities and the behaviors that are ultimately wasteful. And you won't try to do too many competing things. You won't try to have too many competing paths because you know if you're trying to be good at two things, that means that you're going to actually be mediocre at both rather than becoming brilliant at one. And in order to become very successful, you have to become brilliant at what you do. 10x better precedes 10x bigger. Qualitative change precedes quantitative change. Private victory precedes public victory. So if you want to get very good at what you do, you have to focus. You have to specialize. You can't be trying three or four different things and being mediocre at all. You have to know where to focus, where to be really exceptional, that one thing. And then you need to really get very, very, very good at it, exceptionally good at it. And mastery is more than just being good at something. It's being uniquely good at something. Mastery means that you understand it in and out and that you also understand and can pull it apart and can know where to break the rules, as Picasso would say, that you see it from different angles than other people see it and you move it forward in ways that no one else could. So I love this Peter Drucker quote. I love the Jim Collins idea to have no more than three priorities max and to focus on the one thing that really matters and to move that forward and to not try to do too many things at once, because if you try to do too many things, and this is true of the day, by the way, if you try to do two or three different things in the day, you usually come away with none. If you try to catch two rabbits, you catch none. And so you got to know where's the main area of focus? What's the main area of success? I also love the idea in the quote that your days 
how you live your days reflects the shape of how your whole life is going. So if you're distracted during your day, that means that you're going to have a distracted life. And if you want to have a better life, you need to have better days. Your life takes on the form of your days. And so rather than trying to do 40 or 50 things and making ultimately zero true progress, you may have been busy, but you made very little true progress to identify the core thing to focus on and actually to move that thing forward consistently, effectively, powerfully, without apology, and without worry about all of the other things. And with happiness and conviction to let go of all of those other things, knowing that if you focus on the main thing and advance that forward, that's going to create exponential 10x results more than even doing five things decently well. Doing this one thing extremely well creates all the results in the world. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one page future self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it. The full future self course and other goodies such as my peak state checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times and my ebook slipstream time hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies. And until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.